My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami What's going on, bags family? We got a good, good rent Friday replacement, okay? I'm doing it a little earlier and the reason why, because it's Thursday, of course, for my people on the podcast listening. The reason why we're going early for a Rant Friday, uh, two reasons, actually. I'm super excited that I've been, I've gotten almost five people today now, five, six people. Uh, I've helped them get twenty to $30,000 of lending so they can use OPM to leverage it to trade or we're not going to trade. It's too risky, but to flip it, essentially, right? So not only do they have big money from OPM, but they also now have me on their team to help them do what I've already done. See, this is something I've, I've done this already. Right. So they have like that handhold of a coach or that, you know, somebody who can walk the journey with them who's already done it. Think about like riding a bike. Right. Most of us had to ride, learn how to ride a bike or drive a car. From somebody who's already driving a bike or riding a bike or driving a car. Right. So it's it's one of those things that for me, it's like, hey, I'm already killing it in the stock market. I'm already doing my thing and I already know what I'm doing for over the last, you know, almost almost I'm getting I'm getting close to a decade. Um, but, you know, I've been killing it in the market. So, hey, why not learn how to ride a bike or trade the stock market from somebody who's been doing it so long so i'm super excited about that um that i'm going to be able to help more people to do that because that's honestly how i got to where i am uh it's not that i saved money to invest it no i borrowed that shit (laughs) i borrowed it i borrowed what i needed invested it made profit reinvested the profit made profit reinvested the profit made profit reinvested the profit made profit you get the gist of what I'm trying to say, right? You get the idea. But that's what I want to talk about today, family. Um, I'm super excited about that. But not only that, I have some, I actually have a wedding to go to this weekend. Um, and I'm going to be flying all day Friday evening. So rent Fridays will not work this week, but I want to make sure I still, you know, I want to make sure I still get here and give you what you've been waiting for. Because I know a lot of y'all are like, tell you what's, what you going to talk about on the next Rant Friday. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. So it's another good day. Right? It's another good day. Now, of course, I want to go ahead and do whatever I can to answer questions from my people who are here live. Because even though it's not Rant Friday and I kind of called an audible and came in earlier, we still got some beautiful people here rocking with me and i'm pretty confident we're gonna get over a couple hundred people still so i love y'all for that because no matter what no matter when y'all rocking with me right so that's love i i don't take that lightly definitely not um so let's get into it let's get into it so what i wanted to talk about today it it's it is a rant but it's more so just I'm kind of sad about it. You know how sometimes you want to rant about something, but then you realize like, man, this is actually like sad. <laughs> this is actually like, like I'm mad, but I'm also sad that y'all are like this or that some people are like this. That's that's what I want to talk about today, because the good news did overcast or overshadow the bad stuff. 
But there's some bad stuff going on, right? Well, not really bad, but just sad, sad stuff going on. And what do I mean? We will, as a people, <laughs> we will come up with every fucking excuse on why we can't invest, why we can't come up, do better, right? And we will do this dance around all of these things. Hey, you know you can start your own business. Oh, well, you know, I don't have any money to start a business. It takes money. Oh, well, you do know, you know, maybe you could just start for free, just get going for free, and maybe people start paying you as you do your work for free and get better at it. Oh, well, you know, I don't have that much time. It's like, okay, so you don't have time or money. Hmm. Okay, well, if you don't have time or money, then maybe we can get you some money, right? You do know there's ways of, you know, getting loans. You can go to the bank or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Then we go, well, yeah, you do know the banks are not giving loans for, you know, business owners that are black. You know, they call it redlining. Right. Well, that's really what real estate. But still, you know, they they're not really giving loans out to black people. Right. You do know that. And it's like, OK, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Huh. Well, what if I could get you the money? Right. What if I can get you the money? Well, what would that entail? Well, how how's that work? What do you want from me? It's like all I need you to do is have a six fifty credit score or better, and make forty thousand dollars a year. Nothing too crazy, right? Even if you make thirty thousand dollars a year, because you know you don't have that good of a job. Even if you make thirty thousand dollars a year before taxes. Even if you make $30,000 a year, guess what? I could easily do, okay, let's go out and get you an extra $800 a month cleaning up. Or, you know, you can go clean houses or Uber or whatever. But you can do something as a side gig, like a gig hustle, and make an easy $800 a month. I mean, literally, Uber could do it. Uber Eats could do it. Um, Instacart, whatever, right? Whatever it is. You could get it easily. $800 a month is not hard to make on the side, right? So it's like, hey, just make $40,000 or more and 60, you know, 650 credit score. That's all you need. And I, I can get you. I can help you get this money. Then they go, well, okay. I got a 650 because I want my credit as best as possible. So I have a 650 credit score. Okay, cool. And, you know. I live in a pretty big city. I, I, want, I need to make money so I can live. So I make more than $40,000 a year. Okay, cool. All right. Well, in that case, I can get you 20K. I can get you 20K and teach you how to trade the stock market and we'd be good. Right? So you can flip it. So you don't have to save up over the next five years trying to save 20K. You could actually just get it now and invest it now. So the next five years, instead of saving, 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 and you end up with 20K in five years, you get the 20K now, you invest it. And if it compounds the way we compound our money in STB in five years, 20K should be over $150,000, $200,000. Message, <laughs> right? So this is something that, like that I teach. And... <laughs> They hear all of this and they're like, okay, okay. Well, and then they go right back. Well, how much how much time does it take to to learn, you know, the stock market? And I'm like, well, 
you could literally I tell this is an excuse breaker that I have for people. I say you you poop every day, right? Yeah. You eat every day, right? Yeah. Okay. All I need is your poop time and your eat time. Your poop time, the time you you sit on the toilet and poop. You know the older the older generation they used to like get a they get a newspaper, right? They get a newspaper or a magazine, they sit on the toilet. <laughs> Right, they watch the news, you know, watch the newspaper or read the newspaper or a magazine while they're pooping. Well, this is the new age, right? I want you to take your phone out, and if you're gonna do this thing for real, study them damn videos that I make for you to teach you how to do this thing and make money and change your fucking future, right? <laughs> so, Troy says, still do. Yeah, some people probably still do pull out the newspaper, uh, especially like the older generation. But for us, for the younger folks, we pull out, we pull out our phone. So all I'm saying is, hey, while you're on the toilet pooping, pull out your phone and study the videos that I make. They're on they're on your phone. You can access them from your phone. Some of y'all don't eat that good, so your poops are like thirty minutes to an hour long. <laughs> so there's study time right there, right? Then you sit down and you eat your meal. A lot of you all watch Netflix while you're eating your meal. Or you watch, you know, whatever TV show you like, you watch it, right? Put that phone on or put put the STB course on, you watch it, right? So, <laughs> just 15 to 20 minutes. And still, there you go, right? So, in 15, 20 minutes, you just got you 15, 20 minutes of video watching study time, right? So, if you give me 15 minutes on the toilet, you know, studying, and then you give me 15, 20 minutes eating because you're going to eat more than one meal a day but even if you eat one meal you give me 15 20 minutes that's roughly 30 to 40 minutes a day studying that's all i need that's all i need so once again i take away that excuse so now they're like okay so you found a way to you found a way to get me the money because i i I had the excuse for you you know i ain't had no money you found you you found a way around that you got me the money as a matter of fact you got me more than i needed so now i can invest okay 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 so i'm in scb now you got me the money Hmm. i had an excuse for the time but you 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 find a way around that okay Hmm. well you know it 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 it, it gambling isn't it gambling that there's a guy down the street who's a financial advisor he told me it's bad it's bad news to take out debt and invest it that's that is bad news that is bad investing advice advice i go okay okay that's cool i go well let me ask you a question because we gotta we gotta break this stuff down i said let me ask you a question so you're listening to the financial advisor, right? I'm okay with financial advisors. It's fine. Did you ask the financial advisor the trajectory of what his or her game plan is? Most people don't. That's a that's what's up, family. Family said, look, I watch and listen to STB material during dinner, sir. I love it. That's what I'm talking about, family. Um, but yeah, I asked, I'm like, well, do you know the trajectory of what where they're putting you? So they're they're financial planning or they're advising. What is the time frame that they're advising you on? 
And when you when you look behind the veil, the financial plan or the financial advisor has a plan that is supposed to be somewhere around, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years. Right. 30, 40, 50 years. So that's go to work, save your money, put your money in a 401k, put your money, you know, also have some other money, you know, saved aside and then also have some other money that you might be able to put into a separate IRA, something like that. Right. So you got your 401k, you got your IRA, you got your savings account. Usually there's a. Um, Six, a lot of them say, you know, you want six months savings. So, you know, for a rainy day. So if something happens to your job, you can float your lifestyle for six months. Right. These are the reason why I say this is not like anything I'm against, because that's not bad advice. That's not bad advice. Let me say that. First of all, it's not bad advice. Question is. Who the fuck wants to go down that journey? That's the question. So could it be bad advice for somebody who wants to get away from their job and retire and get to the point where they can live off of their their investments five, 10 years from now? No, they don't want to hear that shit. So somebody like me, like literally it, when I was 20, this was this was actually like a, a really big argument. My my ex-wife and I had because she was of that mindset like, hey, you tell you making a lot of money right now. But let's just go to a financial advisor. <laughs> let's go to a financial advisor and let's just get, you know, and guess what? We got on the phone because she's like, oh, you know, maybe they can help us with saving money for tax, you know, saving money on taxes. And maybe they could tell us what to do with this money. And of course, this is in my 20s. And I'm like, lady, I just fucking showed you that I made. At the time, I was I was sitting on like three million dollars. I said, "Lady, I just showed you three million dollars in an account, and I got I got three million dollars before 30. I'm like, this fucking financial advisor don't know what the hell he's doing. Not not in a way that's going to allow him or her to show me one what to do with three million dollars at 30. Two, how to get through your 30s and make $3 million. Right? You see what I'm getting at? Uh, what's good, family? Welcome to welcome to the place to be. Right? We got somebody named Tay Brady. Shout out to you. Um, says, I'm new here. Where exactly can I go back and watch your videos on how to grow? Um, you're in the Facebook group right now. Just go through. It sucks. One of the things... Here's, let me say this real quick. I'll get back to the story. One of the things about the Facebook group. Yes, it's free. It has a lot of free material material. Unfortunately, it's not organized. I don't know why Facebook does the shit they do the way they do it, but it's not really organized um, and I can't do anything about that. But you can go uh, find the videos and just go through all of the videos here in this course or here in the Facebook group and you'll be fine. Right. But of course, it gets better. At, you know, when you come to like the paid programs and stuff like that, I can organize those because I put money and resources into, you know, tools that allows me to organize better and teach better and yada, yada, yada. So but welcome. Right. I don't want you to spend any money until you go through all the free shit or at least most of it. OK. Also, you can go to my Instagram, IGTV. If you go to the Instagram, um, 
like the main page of my Instagram and you scroll over three times, the IGTVs are right there. Okay. I promise you, if you watch like 10, just give me 10 videos. If you watch 10 videos and you, you'll know then whether or not you want to rock with me. Right. You'll know then. if you get through 10 and you're like, nah, that's not really my guy. That's not my cup of tea. I'm not for you. Right. If you get through those 10 and you're like, holy shit, who's this guy? I love, I fucking love him. <laughs> I love you too. Come join me. Right. I got you. I'm going to do what I can to over deliver as always. Okay. So long story short, right. My, my ex-wife, she's saying things like, Hey, let's go to, you know, financial advisor, yada, yada, yada. And I'm pissed. But as a, you know, cause I, this is when I first, um, we were engaged. So we first got engaged. I'm like, look, uh, thank you family. Family said, Tay's IGTV videos, free videos are fire. I appreciate it, family. You know, I do my best. Do what I can to help. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going back and forth. And, you know, I'm newly, you know, engaged. And I want to be a good, you know, starting into getting to, you know, husbandhood. I want to be a good husband. Right? I want to be a good husband. So I'm like, hey. If it's going to make you feel better and comfortable to talk to a financial advisor, let's do it. Right. I said, now I'm going to be honest with you. I've shown you I know what I'm doing with money because I took less than a million dollars and I turned it into. the. Let me say this. Hold on. I took ten thousand dollars and I invested it, invested it, reinvested it, reinvested it, reinvested it. I took ten thousand. I turned it into three million. Right. At that time, I said, so I took $10,000 and turned it to 3 million. So that's not really much things a financial advisor advisor can say to me. That's going to change my mind and how I move. Because if I keep moving the same way, I'm going to turn 30, uh, 33 million, excuse me. I'm going to turn this $3 million that I'm sitting on. I'm going to turn it into 30 million. Right. And of course she didn't believe me. She's like, ah, that's unrealistic. And you know, yada, yada, yada. I said, okay, okay, okay. Let's talk to a financial advisor. Right. Um, Candace, that's, that's right. I, I'm very blessed for that. You know, thir- three million before 30 was definitely a great thing. Um, and, you know, at 33, it's at an insane level now um, because I just keep doing what has always been working. That's it. You just find out what works. Learn a skill, which I learned it. I paid to learn the skill and then it kept working for me. So I just kept going. Anyway, we talked to this financial advisor, the financial advisor. He's like, you know, OK, so we got to we're going to do some things to help you lower your taxes. And, you know, how much do you make a, you know, a year? So at that time, I was making almost like right at about a million dollars a year. So I was like, you know, a million dollars a year. <laughs> I said, Hi, so how are we going to lower these taxes? And, you know, what, what should I be doing to park this money? Because the goal, the way you get rich, and this is what most people don't understand. The way you get rich or richer is to number one reinvest the money you got to let money make more money for you right what's going on Corinne? it's my guy stb for life that's right um you you gotta you gotta allow the money to work for you right you gotta allow the money to work for you there's only so many times only so many hours in a day so if you're trading time for money that it's only so much money you're going to be able to make because you're limited on time right so with that now we're looking. Hold on, family. Let me get my, my mic fail. Um, one of my mics. I ain't stopping the show, though. We good. We good. It's not going to stop my show. Um, so for those of y'all who are on, 
on live right now too. Y'all probably thinking like this motherfucker got two mics. Yeah, baby, we don't we don't mess around here, right? We don't mess around. Um, so yeah, so now I'm thinking, okay, the guy knows I make a million dollars a year, pretty much. He knows I need to save in taxes because when you make a million dollars a year, they take half, right? Pretty much. So, you know, I'm gonna owe five hundred thousand dollars a year in taxes. If I don't find out what I'm doing with this, right? I need some guidance, right? Uh, thank you, family. Appreciate it, Eric. Um, so the guy comes and he's like, okay, you make a million dollars a year. You got, you know, three million. He's like, okay, so mutual funds will be good for you because you got some good cash. So we'll put you some mutual funds together. And then what we can do is also start you a IRA, right? A, a SEP IRA. And that'll help with your tax situation. Right. And then we could try to like maximize some of your write offs. Maybe. Do you have a home office? <laughs> yeah. Family, the podcast is on other apps. Uh, iTunes, re- really pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. We we are there. Right. But this motherfucker asked me about a home office. Let's let's not breeze over that. Let's not breeze over that. Yeah. The government, they are the real gangsters. Facts. This motherfucker told me to try to write off a home office in a less than 1800 square foot apartment two bedroom and you want me to write off a home office on a million dollars a year if i see i'm i'm pretty level headed i'm pretty level headed but i wanted to smack the shit out of him at that point i'm not going to lie to you Right. That thank you. See, my family, even my family here knows better than most of these damn financial advisors. That's right. The IRA caps you. You can't put too much in it. I don't even think it's capped at six figures, to be honest with you. I And I don't I don't know a lot about them now because I don't focus on them. <laughs> I don't, I'm not putting my money over there. But the IRAs usually are capped at like for it used to be. I think they they doubled it, but it used to be capped at like $6,000 a year. Like all you can contribute to them is $6,000 a year to get the, like the tax benefits. Right. And I think they doubled it to like 12,000 a year. Once again, I make a million a year at this point. And I'm like, so your answer for me is to write off a fucking home office and to start a, IRA that I can maybe, you know, save $10,000 into it, right? Now, family, buy real estate would have been a good one, right? If he knew what the hell he was doing, but he didn't, right? But, but, but my my reason behind this rant is to talk about the differences of lifestyle when it comes to working with financial advisors and people who actually want like a different type of lifestyle. I wanted to be rich beyond my wildest dreams, right? And I wanted to be able to spend that money now in my in my 30s, in my late 20s, in my 40s. So there were two problems. Number one, a fucking IRA wouldn't allow me to take my money out without being penalized until I'm like, what, 55, 65, somewhere around there. Number two, his tax strategy was going to save me maybe $20,000 on my taxes, which means I would have still owed $480,000 in taxes, 
So after doing this dance two or three times with multiple financial advisors, I look at my ex-wife, I look at her and I go, no, I'm going to run this fucking ship. I'm going to run this fucking ship from now on. I got it. I made it here. And I got it. And at this point, she's not really believing in me, right? She's kind of like, I don't know. I think you got lucky and this and that. So now I'm fucking pissed. Like one thing, ladies, if you got like a manly man, you don't, you don't like do shit like that. You don't tell him you got lucky or you don't tell like that. That pisses us off. Right. And I'm not a violent guy, but I'm going to tell you about your fucking self. So when she told me, I think you got lucky, like, you know, just take the win and like, Go get a financial advisor. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this shit with or without you. <laughs> I'm going to do this shit with or without you. Because now you're not being supportive. You have a husband or you're about to have a husband. You have a husband who is fucking rich. Like he's he has multiple seven figures. He's done it. And you were sitting here telling him that he got lucky and then he's not that good and yada, yada, yada. And you want to put it, you want to put this responsibility of taking event or, or taking control of the, the financial situation of our household. You want to put it in another man's hands. Also, I'm, I'm pissed now. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't going to work. Mm-mm. <laughs> this ain't going to work because at this point, and the reason why I say that, ladies, because at this point, I expect you after I show you a result, I expect you to follow me now. Right. Or at least support me, be with me. Like, you know what? You did, you did bang out $3 million, big dog. Where are we going? What we need to do? How can I help? Right? Yeah, that's pretty fucking impressive. Let's go. Let's go. What, what you need from me? Right? Well, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. And that's one of the reasons why, of course, we ended up being divorced. <laughs> right? That's right. Put some fucking respect on my name. But but that that's one of the reasons why we ended up getting the divorce. It wasn't anything other than lack of support lack of you know a lot of shit but I I don't deal with that shit I'll tell you that now right like I don't put up with the bullshit especially because I know I'm a great man and you know yada 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 I'm gonna take good care of my family and I'm gonna do what I can to make sure my family's good and I don't cheat <laughs> right that's gotta be worth some points <laughs> but no seriously though that was a joke I mean I don't cheat but that was a joke I'm just making fun of you know the light of the situation but anyway uh, but yeah I'm like look this is some bullshit now I gave you the story behind that right I gave you the story behind that because this is what I'm seeing from other people it's afraid of success we call it self-sabotage right facts family you can't argue with results and somebody said, yes, it's, it's supposed to be a partnership. That's right. So partnership and in a partnership or, or a team, because we also say a partnership is like a team in a team. The team, the collective does what's best for the team, no matter what that looks like. So, for example, I like basketball. So I always use this as an example. Right. When. The basketball, when a basketball team, so we use the Lakers, when the Lakers have LeBron James, right? They have other professional players who are good at what they do, right? Do good at what they do. And 
they want to score the ball, they can shoot too. Shit, I can shoot. I can score. I can dribble. I can drive to the hole. I want the ball, right? So a lot of them are like, LeBron, give me the ball because I can shoot just as good as you. Well, the coach realizes, hey, 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 now. Nobody here is going to be better than LeBron when it comes to shooting or scoring or yada, yada, yada. So what we're going to do as a collective is we're going to we're going to rally around LeBron. We're going to let him do his thing, get out of his way, let him do his thing. And then we're going to support him on other angles. So if he's tired as fuck because he's like scoring all the points, then everybody else on the on the court needs to play defense and pick up where he leaves off. Wherever that may be, if it's defense, if it's rebounds, if it's whatever, right? We need you as a team, as a partnership, right? As a team, we need you to play team ball and let the main score who's getting it, let them take us to the, you know, to the promised land, basically, right? And this is how I look at relationships. And I wanted to talk about this because I know a lot of people are going through that, right? You know, men or women, I don't give a shit who it is. Right. No matter who it is. You have to realize. Which, you know, which one is which. So men, some of y'all got women who are killing it. You don't pull her back or slow her down. You you contribute. Hey. What what you need from me? <laughs> right. I see you getting it. You work double the hours I work damn near each week. Need me to cook? Shit, I get in that goddamn kitchen. Let 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 me tell y'all something. Let Queen Fee, let Fee take off and she start making more money than me at a point to where I'm like, she like, Tay, I don't need you to do no more working. Like you chill out. I'm like, shit, what you need from me, baby? Well, we need to move to India first so I can do my job. I, I sell hair or some shit. I'm like, shit, we're going to India then. What you need from me? Right? You need them feet, them feet rubbed. <laughs> Right. But no, seriously, though, I'm going to be a partner. I'm going to I'm going to support and do what I can to make sure she's on her a game and doing what she needs to do for the family. Right. For the team, for the partnership. So I, I just feel I had to say that. But I'm saying I mentioned this whole story because honestly, I'm seeing a lot of people with this self-sabotage mentality. I can get you the money. I can get I can find a way around you not having enough time. I can find the way around all of your excuses. And I put exactly what you need in your face and say, "Okay, you had these excuses. I've given you everything you need. You got money now. You got whatever you need." Right? And then they still don't follow through. They still don't follow through. This is what we call self-sabotage slash being afraid of success. Now, why am I mentioning this? Number one, but two, why? Why is it important to know what this is about? Because guess what? A lot of you are going through it right now. Right now. I want to say it this way. A lot of people are afraid of success. Why? And this is something I figured out when I was a vegan trainer, the psychology behind it. Because we are afraid of who we're going to be. If it works out. So now it's not even about 
you not believing whether or not it's going to work in your mind you you actually see like fuck it's all coming together and this might work right now no i'm not doing any small account challenges family everybody who's in small account challenge they locked in um but you can come to stb that one is still open and of course like i said i'm helping people get the money to get in stb and invest um but anyway I'm mentioning this because now it's getting to a point where people actually realize Fuck, this can actually work. He found a way to get me the money. He found a way to get me the, the information or the knowledge to flip the money. Because a lot of people say, well, I got I got the money now, but I don't know what I'm doing. How do I flip this? You got somebody on your team now who can help you flip it. All the excuses are gone. So now what happens is they go, oh, shit, this can work. Uh-uh, I'm out. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. I got to find a way not to make this work. Why? Because what happens is a lot of times people start to ask themselves or project their thoughts. They go, do you know who I'm going to be? Do you know who I'm going to be with money? And sometimes that's a scary thought. There are some people who are not yet together. Mentally, emotionally, physically. So a lot of people are afraid of the success. Who am I going to lose? Right. The the I call it stinking thinking, but the limiting beliefs aren't rich people bad. I don't want to become one of them. Right. Rich people are bad. They're greedy. Rich people, uh-uh, I don't want to become one of them, right? So they start self, you know, self-sabotaging. That's right, money is a mentality first. So now that they're self-sabotaging, they're, they're going through all of these thoughts. What are my friends going to think of me? What's my family going to think of me? As a matter of fact, with all of that money, my family's probably going to leech off my ass. I don't want them doing that. Right? What are people going to think about me? And I've had these conversations with people who actually got to the money. I've made people six figures before and they lost it. Why? Not because of anything other than they didn't want it. <laughs> they didn't. They literally didn't want it. I had one lady. I, I never forget this beautiful, amazing lady. Her name is Emily. Right. We're just going to leave it at her first name. Her name is Emily. And I'll never forget. Emily was about to buy. Uh, no, she actually bought it. She bought a beautiful Mercedes uh, GLE, beautiful GLE Mercedes truck um, or what they would call Mercedes truck coupe. But anyway, beautiful, uh, you know, truck or SUV. Well, she pulls up in her driveway. Right. Modest home. Nothing too crazy. She's not in a mansion. You know, I think at the time her house might have been worth two, three hundred thousand dollars. It wasn't a lot. Right. But she has a nice little GLE as well. Um, her house might have been four hundred thousand because she was in a nice area. But anyway, Emily has a nice, you know, nice neighborhood. She lives in a nice neighborhood. She pulls up in her GLE where well, her neighbor comes up to her and she goes. Mm, this is new. <laughs> this is new. What made you want to get this? <laughs> I'm laughing because this is what people do when they're jealous, right? 
And literally this lady, so I, I, you know, Emily tells me the whole story. She's like, what made you want to get this? She's like, I mean, I could never, I would never do anything like that to my family. Why would somebody spend this much money on a car? I mean, real like soft. I mean, you talking about soft doo-doo of an attitude. She has soft doo-doo attitude is what I call it. Soft doo-doo attitude. And she's literally just going down this list of like hating comments, right? Must be nice. I wouldn't do that to my family. That's too much money for a vehicle with four wheels. <laughs> All we need to do is get from point A to point B. Why would you buy something so expensive? All the hating shit, right? Well, this lady did it so much so to a point that it made Emily feel bad. Emily felt bad. She started crying. She's like, literally, she's like, should I take this truck back? I mean, literally, like, she's sat, she's sabotaging herself now. She's like, I shouldn't be making this much money. Like, one, one person or one, one family doesn't need this much money. Like, literally, she starts like, I mean, I'm telling you, she starts like finding ways to get rid of it. So now she's like offloading money. She's offload. She's like taking losses, like literally taking losses. She's doing shit to make herself kind of like almost like rebalance to be an equal to the person who was hating. Now, because Emily wasn't aware of what was going on, like the, the mind fuckery that was being played on her, she fell for it. And it literally made her feel bad for being successful. This is what a lot of people are afraid of. They're afraid of being called, uh, what do they call it? Pretentious. Right? Yeah. It's called making your normal different facts. Facts. So, this is something that I that I see. People self-sabotage because of situations like this. They're afraid of who they're going to become once they get the money. They're afraid of what they're going to do with the money once they get it. They're afraid of who's going to hate them or who they're going to have to leave behind once they get it. Because you realize in many cases, if you make a certain amount of money, there's family that you absolutely love with your heart. But you know you can't take them with you. Right? You know, you know it. You know you can't take them with you. Why? Because they're gonna be a liability. They're gonna act a fool. They're gonna take. They're gonna steal from you. I got family who you know steals from me, or they used to. They're gonna steal from you. They're gonna be a liability. They're gonna be you know. They're gonna be with you or around you and like start fights or you know things like that. And before you know it, you're getting sued or some shit. Like so much stuff. Right? That's right. The air up there is different. So once again, people self-sabotage because they're like, man, I don't want to lose my family. I love my cousin. I love this person. I love that person. I know I know if I get money, I can't take your ass with me, but I love you. Right? I love you. So I don't think I want that. I don't want that much money. Right? So you hear things like that. You hear people telling themselves all of these lies that they know is not true, but they've told themselves they say it enough. To where they get comfortable in their shitty holes. That's why I call them a shithole of existence. So they say stuff like, well, you know, money doesn't, uh, money doesn't buy you happiness. 
Money's not all of that. There's other things to life than money. You do know you're not just rich from money. There's other ways to be rich. What about being rich spiritually? Rich emotionally? All of this bullshit, right? These are the things that people tell themselves so they can stay in their little comfortable bubble and they don't have to work any harder. They don't have to get away from anything that they've been doing. Right? Whatever they've been doing, they can keep living in that same bliss. They don't have to change up the routine, the schedule. They can sleep in still. They can they can still drink and go to happy hour, whatever it is, right? That's right. Money isn't everything. Think about it. I, I like to look at, see, humans, what people don't realize. People don't realize that humans or adults, let me say it this way. People don't realize that adults are just old ass kids. Like they were once a kid and then they just aged into an adult. Right now I'm mentioning this because have you looked at a kid and how they interact? And when a, a kid, so let's say we got kid A and kid B. When kid B has this new shiny toy, kid A gets real salty. Like, hey, where'd you get that toy? If kid, depending on what kind of kid A, you know, is. But if kid A liked that toy, like, hey, where you get that? Give me. It's mine now, right? I'm playing with it. This is my toy. <laughs> right? But if Kid B ain't no slouch, if Kid B is, you know, a tough cookie and, and holds his or her own, Kid B not letting Kid A take that toy. So now, now Kid B like, I don't like them. You can literally watch kids. I know a lot of y'all got kids. A lot of y'all got, you know, nieces, nephews. Y'all seen it in your house. You've seen it right in front of you. So kid A like, I don't like kid B. I don't like kid B because that toy is a beautiful toy. I want it. And he won't let me play with the toy. <laughs> he won't give it to me. Think about that. I'm literally like, I like to, I like to break things down to its simplest form, right? So when we start asking where does hate come from, what makes a person hate somebody who's doing great things? What makes a person salty and hate somebody who's successful? What makes them hate is the same fucking thing that made them hate when they were younger. When they were a kid and they saw another kid get a toy that they couldn't have or play with. That shit doesn't go away. We learn how to bury it or we learn how to become better stewards of our emotions. But that fucking that kid still thinks the same way. But instead of it being a little Barbie doll or a fucking G.I. Joe or something, a transformer toy, instead of it being a toy, a little play toy, our, our play toys as kids turn into real toys as adults. Right. So when people see me in my fucking Lambo and they're like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. I say, this is my baby. It's my toy. I have fun with it. Right. 
When I was young, I would have the same looking car and I'd run it across the table. Now I can get in that motherfucker and run it across the street. Right. It's the same thing. And guess what? Just like when I was young and I was running my toy across the table and rolling it like I was driving it. Some punk ass kid hated me for having the toy. (laughs) Right. And probably would have tried to take it from me if I let him. So it, it, those kids age, I aged and I, I, I worked hard and did what I needed to do to get the toy. Mama ain't going to buy it for me. Mama and daddy ain't here to buy your toys now. So now I got to work for them. I got to work for my toys. So I get the toys and guess what? That same hating motherfucker who didn't want to put in the work to get his own toys is now mad at me because I did the work to get my toy. Right. So once again, this is just this is some of that like limited belief and stinking thinking that I'm seeing from people. Right. This is what I'm seeing from people. And it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, I actually just want to help. I I actually want to see everybody get the toys that they want. Right. Some of you don't want a Lambo and that's fine. Ladies, some of y'all want a fucking Birkin bag or something. I don't know. Shit. Everybody has their thing. But that's what I'm trying to tell you now. Before you get weird about getting success and start self-sabotaging because you're afraid of what people are going to say the number one thing you need to get through your head is that everybody likes something everybody has a fucking toy everybody has that thing some people's is traveling hey i just want to see the world I, i like to go nice places cool cool right you know some people some people like cars. Yeah, I'm a car guy. I like cars, right? I have on like workout clothes. I got a plain white t-shirt on. I don't dress like fancy. I got a plain white t-shirt on. I got some nice kicks because I also like shoes. And I got a pair of like, like just regular like jogging pants, right? That's it. But if you see where I go walk out into, right? That's my, that's my joy. That's my toy, right? Uh, family said I have three kids and that's true. I buy in triples to keep love and peace in the house. Also, they feel they all have the advantage. There you go. Seriously. It's a real thing. And I don't even have kids yet, but I, I know that because I, I, I was a kid once. Uh, let's see. That's right. They're the same ones company in the nine to five. Seriously. And a lot of people, family said, I want a G-Wagon. Okay. I like it. I like it. I had a G-Wagon. I liked it. But let me tell you all some G-Wagons are not that spacious for like tall people. Right. I'm 6'3". My knees was in my damn chest almost. <laughs> and I have long legs. I'll be honest. So the G-Wagon didn't work for me. But they're nice. I love the G-Wagon. Um, but yeah, everybody has that thing. But once again, here's it. I'm, I'm going to spend it on the people who aren't getting a lot of money. Your thing maybe free time and not having you know sleeping in free time not many responsibilities right that's a real thing that is a luxury you don't know it because you you're not realizing what you actually have but when you go to sleep when you go to sleep and you wake up are oh, you 5'11"? You'll be fine in a G-Wagon. It's it's these big three-foot uh, three 
long ass legs I got. <laughs> but you'll be fine in the G wagon at five eleven. I think you'll be good. But honestly, people don't realize that the people who are not making much money, they have a luxury as well. See, Samantha said, "Look, I want to sleep in." Facts. That is a luxury. That is a luxury. So if you're not really like getting to the bag, and you're not really doing a bunch of like like high end financial things, but you get to sleep in. That is a luxury. <laughs> That's a luxury. So why, you know, for example, if somebody's hating on me because I got a Lambo or because I, you know, I, I have these things going on. I, I can look at them and go. Well, motherfucker, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. You ain't got many responsibilities. It's just you. You got to worry about all you got to do is make sure you're good. Or maybe you got a little family. Maybe you got a, you know, a, a child and a wife or whatever. I'm going to look at you and be like, must be nice shit. All you got to worry about is you and two others. I got me and fucking 20 other people I got to worry about and their families. <laughs> right. See, it's all about like the, the picture that you put it. It's all about the frame, excuse me. It's all about the frame that you put around the picture. So a lot of people see a lot of these things. It's like, man, my life ain't all of that shit. Motherfucker, you get to sleep in. You get to go to happy hours. You get to drink, smoke and whatever else you're doing down there. You get to do all of that and enjoy your life in that perspective. But it's all about looking at the lifestyle and the perspective. Right. Because once again, you don't know. And see, that's 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 why I think it's important for CEOs and other like people who are well off to actually come in and co-mingle with people who are not so well off financially, because you get to realize y'all are pretty much the same people. Y'all just got different wants. Y'all got different things that you're willing to take advantage or take not take advantage, but uh, different things you're willing to deal with. So, for example. Majority of people don't want my type of stress, right? Majority of people don't want my type of stress. Majority of people don't want to fucking be responsible for 20 people and their families. Majority of people don't want to have to write a fucking million dollar check to the IRS. (laughs) Right? Majority of the people don't want the type of stress that we have to go through. Right? I mean, literally, we could talk about payroll. Just just that in itself is a fucking stressor, right? Every month, I got to make $200,000 at least. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. If I don't make $200,000 a month, somebody don't get somebody don't get paid. Somebody's family might lose food. You know, they might not get fed. Right. But it depends on who you are. Some of y'all want these problems. See, Isaiah like, shit, I want them problems. But some people don't. Some people don't want that responsibility. Actually, my ex-wife was one of those people. She would say that all the time. She's like, look, I just want to work my job. Maybe I'll, I'll even run somebody's company. But I just want to clock in, do what I need to do in my you know nine to five shift, clock out and go home. So her luxury was she gets to cut it off. When she goes home, she can watch TV. She can do whatever the fuck she want to do because she she's found the thing that she cherishes the most. 
right? I'm just saying. So some of you all want to go home and just watch your TV, your episodes and eat some good food. That's that's one thing. And she would say, I don't want that responsibility because I would bring, you know, shit, whatever I was doing through the day during normal business hours, I was bringing this shit home and doing another eight hours of it. She's like, I don't want to do that. Some of y'all don't want to do that. And that's okay. But you got to find out what that thing is that you are okay with. Right. See, people get jealous. Not always because they want exactly what you have, but because they see you can afford their luxuries. That's a great that's a great point. <laughs> that is a great point. And and so for me, I, I'm going to actually challenge you on that because that's a great point. But I'm also going to add to it. Right. So they're jealous because they see you can afford to buy the luxuries they want. Right. But one of the, the issues with that. Is now we're getting to the point, you know, everybody has like this, like, uh, what's that saying? You can't have your cake and eat it, too. (laughs) Right. So now we have to get we have to get into this like this lane. It's like, hey, you see, I can afford the luxuries you want. Right. But are you willing to give up? I'm going to drop a bomb on you. Listen to this. Are you willing to give up your luxuries you have today to get the luxuries you want tomorrow? That's the thing nobody pays attention to. That's the thing nobody's asking the questions. So a luxury, once again, can be simply sleeping in. Hey, I just want to go to sleep and not wake up to an alarm. That's a luxury. So now what you got to ask yourself is let's say, you know, somebody family here wanted a G-Wagon. You want that G-Wagon. Are you willing to get up at 5 a.m. instead of sleeping in and trade that luxury to get the G-Wagon. Literally, what we're doing in life is we're switching luxuries. That's it. You're you're switching a luxury today and postponing having that luxury so you can have the luxury tomorrow. (laughs) That's it. That's it. So for me, I was willing to give up a few luxuries. I'm not going to sleep in. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not going to eat all of the foods I really want to eat. Let me tell you all something. I got a fucking like appetite out of this world. And if I could, I'd eat Beyond Veggie Burgers every fucking day with some vegan cheese fries and a nice cold fucking root beer. I do that every day. Every fucking day if I could. And maybe, you know, that's that's just dinner. And maybe for lunch, I'd have some fucking pizza, vegan pizza. With vegan pepperonis, I love that shit. (laughs) Right. I'd have it every day. But I give up that luxury. I give up that luxury so that I can get another luxury. So it's like, man, I'm gonna give up enjoying that hyper palatable food. But I'm gonna give up doing that. So I can start eating my way better to like better health. Right. And then not only that, I'm going to also because I don't really like working out as much as you know people think. Right. I'd much rather shit. I, I'd much rather ch- kick it at the, at the crib, hang out on a beach, watch some Netflix or something. I like Netflix, too. Right. I like power. <laughs> I ain't seen power since they killed ghosts. 
I like power. I'd much rather be at home watching power, eating pizza and vegan burgers, beyond burgers. I'd much rather be doing that. I like fucking uh, billions. I like billions. I'd be I'd rather be at home watching billions, binge watching the shit. Right. I'd rather do that. That's what I want. That's a luxury of mine that I absolutely love. I'd much rather do that. But <laughs> there's another luxury that I, I, I absolutely love, too. And that's, you know, looking good naked. Right. And, and looking good with a shirt on. Right. When I go around and, you know, women see my boobies, they're like, damn. Hey, boy. It don't even matter if you're rich. Look at that chest. Look at them arms. Right. I like that luxury better. So I'm willing to give up the billions and give up the power, you know, watching power and and eating a pizza while I watch power. I'm willing to get that shit up so I can go to the gym. And instead of eating my Beyond Burgers and my fucking pizza, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have some fucking lentils and cauliflower rice. <laughs> right? It's just part of it. I gave up one luxury to have another one. Right? I gave up one luxury to have another one. That's right. Dedication. Big facts. Right? That's right. Vegan big is in. Facts. <laughs> so, this is just what it is. Right? As family, you know what? It's not the first time I've heard that. A lot of, I've had a lot of people ask or say I look like ghost. You look like ghost from power. <laughs> But yeah, I'd much rather do a lot of those things, right? But you know, we go low carb and you know higher protein and go work out. Maybe have pizza once a week or once a month. Who knows, right? Depending on where I am in my journey, right? <laughs> so it's yeah. David Goggins is another great example. I love David Goggins, but yeah, he doesn't like working out either. But the motherfucker runs. A hundred miles a month or some shit like that. It's crazy. So this is how it works, family. You're just trading them. You're trading luxuries. So the next time I hear somebody say something about must be nice or must be nice or, or, or I wish I wish I was that blessed or whatever the fuck people say nowadays. If it happened, even if it happens to you, hit them back with the same shit. Ask questions, maybe. Some next time somebody comes up, must be nice. Shoot, wish I can, wish I can live like that. Wish I could drive something like that. Ask him, why can't you? Why can't you drive something like that? Well, you know, I don't make, I don't make enough money for that. I don't make enough money for that. Then ask them, what do you do? Why, why, why don't, why don't you make enough money? Like. You can't get like a second job or something, to, you know, to maybe get enough money. No, I ain't, I ain't got time for that, you know. Well, okay, well, shit. Why you ain't got the time? See, I'm going to break this shit down for y'all real quick. Watch this. Why you ain't got the time? See, this is why I like that kids ask questions. Well, why? But why? But why? So I'm, I'm the same way. So why you don't have the time? Well, I got kids, you know, like... Yeah, I got three kids. These kids take up time, boy, don't they? They sure do. I said, oh, so you got the luxury of multiple kids. 
Yeah, but sometimes, you know, it get in my way. I, you know, I wish I wish I might might didn't have all of these damn kids so I can go do something else. It's like, but whoa, 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 whoa. But you got the luxury of having naked sex <laughs> for the longest. Right. Because usually if you don't use protection and a man just stays on in there. Right. You don't get pregnant the first time. So you probably had some naked sex. When I say naked, I basically mean no protection. You had naked sex 10, 20, 30, 40 times per child. That was a fucking luxury that you decided to do then. Right? That was a luxury you decided you decided to go in there and do what felt best at that time. Cause that condom don't feel as good, right? You know, that naked sex feel a little bit better. So you had the luxury of doing that and playing that game, and you got the fucking results from playing that game. I just chose to play a different game, and I got the result from that game. So I chose to wake up early. I choose. I chose not to have naked sex. Uh oh. Y'all wonder why Tay got to 33 and he still ain't got no kids. Uh-oh, it ain't because I'm infertile. It's because I'm fucking disciplined. Even when I was married, I never stayed in there. <laughs> right? Never stayed in there. I'm out. <laughs> Pull out game strong. <laughs> but seriously, though, I'm fucking disciplined. Right? I don't give a fuck how good it feels while I'm in there. Nope. Got to get out of there until it's time to have a child. That's it. So once again, for me, I chose not to deal with that luxury. Right. Because even in like long term relationships, I was still using protection for a while, like for like five, six years. So I chose to, to not have that luxury of naked sex. Right. So that I would not have the child. Makes sense. So. Everything is a luxury. Everything. Everything you do that feels good is a fucking luxury. So when people give me excuses for things that happened, results that happened because of the luxury that they were enjoying, you got what you asked for as far as I'm concerned. Motherfucker come coughing. <laughs> I got lung cancer. Well, what did you do to get lung cancer? And I get not everybody, you know, goes down that journey of like, I did something to get it. But a lot of times it's like, did you smoke? Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. Still do. Well, congratulations. You enjoyed your luxuries. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to go either which way with it. It's like, look, that's a luxury. You like smoking so much? Great. What happens could happen. And yeah, you might end up with fucking lung cancer. But you look, listen. Did you have fun with them cigarettes? Did you enjoy it? Great. Great. That's all that mattered. You you enjoyed it. This this is literally the life that people don't realize they're living. This is it. I've been thinking like this since I was like 17. Literally everything we do has a reason behind it and it also has a reaction to it. You go up behind a horse and you smack the ass of a horse. 
you might get that smack out. Like, man, I just really wanted to touch that ass. I just wanted to smack the back of a horse's ass. But you might get a boot to the face or a horseshoe to the face because that horse might <laughs> hind kick the shit out of you. But you got the smack. You got the opportunity to smack the horse's ass. That's just how I look at life. Right? <laughs> That's how I look at life. Right? So, I hope this was helpful for somebody. I, I know I talk a lot of shit. I know I, you know, I come in and I say some things that might not be the best, uh, you know, for some people. Somebody's, you know, dad or grandma or whatever had lung cancer. They probably didn't want to hear that shit. But it's these real life things, right? We are all fucking grown. And for the most part, we all have choices. Now, I'm just one of those stoic kind of like morbid type of guys that like I also like don't allow the reaction from the choices we make to bother me much. Right. So when people are like, oh, but I got kids like hope you enjoyed the sex. Oh, I got lung cancer. Hope you enjoyed the cigarettes, family. Like, I mean, what did you expect was going to happen? <laughs> right. What did you expect was going to happen? I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing that it's happening. I'm just saying like shit. You reap what you sow. You get out what you put in. Right. That's right. Realism. That's just me. So I want people to just understand and know that like I'm not here to be mean or talk bad about anybody or their families or any of that. But at the end of the day, we have choices. And the choices that we choose to make has reactions. That's all. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. That's that's right, family. A lot of people think you talk shit when you give knowledge, but they won't acknowledge their ignorance. Facts. Or or take accountability for their shit. Right? So <laughs> what's up, Henry? So I appreciate y'all family. I hope this once again was helpful. Um, you know, I'm going to keep doing my thing as much as I can. Uh, even when we can't do a rent Friday, I'll come in on a Thursday and knock it out. Sometimes I might even do it on a Saturday. I don't know. But I'm going to be on flights all day tomorrow. So I'll see you all soon. I love you all. Continue to have yourself a good week and have a good weekend. I'm out. Peace.